Hello and welcome to Punk Goes Pod, the internet's only podcast that chronicles Fearless Records' Punk Goes Ellipses series. We have an extra special Christmas crossover bonanza episode for you today. I guess you could say we'll be asking the age-old question, hell you'll or you'll not. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the absolute pleasure of joining forces this week with Santa Banter. And we have to ask, is Santa Banter the internet's only Santa podcast? Yeah, well, that's a great question. It, it's not. Look, there is yeah. Santa's... We, we, I'm pretty sure... Um, again, we haven't done that much research, but I'm pretty sure we are the only one in Australia. So a lot of our content is Australian Santa focus, but we explore the world and the history of, of Santa. Excellent. I should backtrack. So we have Santa Dave, who just gave us that excellent description of Santa. We're calling it the internet's only Santa podcast at this point. At the very least, the internet's best Santa podcast. Yes, exactly. There isn't... I will jump in. There is another one that I listened to a few times before we started this where it is a bit more interview-based, a Santa interviewing yes. another Santa or a Mrs. Claus, uh, and that that's fortnightly or monthly Santa-related podcast. Yeah. I feel like that's not a stretch, Dave. What do you, yeah, let's you go with that. in claiming that one? Yeah, let's go with it, yeah. <laughs> And Although can... I did like, I did like the, the best Santa podcast. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Your words, not ours. <laughs> so you may recall, any keen listeners of Punko's pod may recall that second voice as Santa Jason. Who Hello, everyone. Who joined us last year to chat some Punko's goodness. But yeah, yeah, this year we, yeah, we wanted to get an extra Santa on board and have a <laughs> chat about what might end up being a very different sort of Christmas as far as Santas are concerned uh, and also our wheelhouse of just talking about good punk tunes to mm. celebrate Christmas with. And next year we might be said- pre-Santas. Yeah. You said it's going to be a very different kind of Christmas and I reckon this is going to be a very different kind of podcast episode, you know, two exactly. Santas. is one podcast. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> For those playing at home, that was our edit point. So if you listen to both Pod, Pod Goes, Punk Goes Pod and Santa Vanda, that is the line where from there we have edited the two separate intros and now this is going forward, it's the one episode. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure, but this yeah. is the one. Two timelines have merged. That's okay. right. If, you're listening, if you do listen to both, you're hearing this now for the second time. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I but, you know, feel free, feel free. Exactly. I remember reading a Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure and being like so confused. So Aww. confused. Like first page, second page, why are they so different? Did you not realise oh, that? No, I mean, no. it's clearly like instructions on the bottom, like how to, what, what to do from, from there. But I was like, no, nah, it's too much reading. Oh my book. God. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Being, being a teacher, I can confirm young people don't read instructions. So. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I just I'll want to throw dialogue, but instructions can get out. <laughs> I want to throw another level to that where, yeah, you are doing it and, and getting you choose your own all over the place. I was once in a van with a group of people and we were listening to an audio book for a period of a drive. Yeah. And then the next day we got in to start listening to it and listen from the same point. But then we were kind of a bit confused because it was the story was doing like a Pulp Fiction and jumping around a fair bit until we realised like 40 minutes later that someone had put the 
playlist on shuffle. <laughs> we never got to the end of the book. We just sort stuff it, and that was the oh, that's wonderful audio book experience. That's like sort of like beat poetry almost. Like just like who can, like we're just going to completely can remix I, this. Can I ask? Was that yeah, a band yeah. you were traveling with? It was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't oh, remember we were driving to and from Adelaide over a course of a weekend. Oh, I just love the idea that this band isn't listening to to music; they're listening to an audio. I know, very isn't that nice. Yeah. I know, very wholesome, <laughs> like very learned, keen readers. Yeah. <laughs> well, not so keen because it was an audio book, not an actual. Uh, book, but I digress. I don't know if you've tried to read and drive at the same time. It's uh, it's not the safest. <laughs> I will agree it's not the safest, but I'll leave the sentence there. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Shall not incriminate myself. Santa Claus cannot go to jail for anything, uh, oh. but maybe the people behind the suit can. <laughs> you might be able to answer this. Does Santa Claus have a GPS or does Santa Claus use just the old map? The old magic. Oh, map. The Magic, we magic. call it. Magic. It's right. the magic system. Yeah, in the business. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man, gets us where we need to be at the right time. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sanders always where he needs to be at exactly the right moment. He needs to be there. Yes. <laughs> Says think... Santa Dave and I, who both were late to this recording today. <laughs> Various levels. But that's because we're a different sort of purpose if that makes sense like you don't need to deliver anything to us we're not waiting on presents that you promised us we yeah when you're not on duty like you can be as late as you need to because you're off the hook i'm gonna blame it on human cars you know like the the human (laughs) traffic if i just have my sleigh and my reindeer what have got here on time (laughs) these are the mechanics today i had to use my other car (laughs) <laughs> can't fix cars for for nothing. No, I mean, please. <laughs> Being in the presence of two Santas, I am on my best behaviour though. So this is true. So yeah. it's just yeah. I wonder if we just have that uh... effect on everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I do like... chicken and the egg. What came first? Is it is the the people being nice to Santa? Or is it the because of the you know the whole list and and coal slash potato scenario, or is it? Mm. People who play Santa have really nice dispositions that cause people to want to be nice back to them. Aww, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think I've always sort of viewed it as, like, this <laughs> sounds really cynical, I apologise, but, like, Shoot, Santa is like a surveillance tool. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's... And that's because, like, I remember, like, studying philosophy and, like, there's the idea of, like, the panopticon of, like... So, like, if you were to have, like... I don't know, a bunch of like jail cells in a circle with a tower in the middle and a security guard in that tower surveilling people, even if there wasn't someone there because people think there might be someone there, they still behave themselves. Like yeah. it's, it's very yeah. cooked. It's not very Christmassy at all. Um, <laughs> but then in that sense, we also get told when we're kids that he sees you when you're sleeping, yeah, he knows when you're awake. That, and that's basically... Santa Claus yeah. is big brother. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. being, being, being a Santa, I, it's probably the, the part of our story and our history that I, I don't like at all. Um, yeah. Because I don't, I, and especially when 
you know, I, I've been back on uh, on set this year. I've been doing a lot of Santa shifts already, and the uh, the parents that come through and use use mm. Santa as like a tool. You know, oh, you know, make sure you you're yeah. being nice. Otherwise, Santa won't give you a present. And it's like no, like that's not. It'd be nice anyway. Yeah, <laughs> let's use positive reinforcement and be like, you know, oh, you like you can do this. You, you're doing so well. Rather than like Santa's not going to give you anything <gasps> if you don't. I hate that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I genuinely enjoy the fact that the elf on the shelf has become now a staple in the, um, it has become canon in Christmas over yes. the last few years because a, it, it gives that an outlet in a positive kind of way. Like the elf is cheeky, but the elf's like making sure you're not too cheeky. Yeah. But also, and I was about to say, it's good because the, the elf isn't a real thing and it means the, the Santas can be the nice and, and not get blamed for spying on yeah. the kids. But then I realised that Santas aren't real either and it's just... Shh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm we'll bleep Sorry, I think it out. We can't. We've got to keep some... We might have to put the same... Um, we might have to put the same... Uh, preface at the start of your episode of the podcast for yes. everyone else. Basically. I think so. What Santa Jason doesn't know is that I am actually the real Santa Claus and he's getting a, a second call for that this year. For that little <laughs> comment. So, what's well, just a big performance from you? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. What's that, Sam? I said there's lots you could do with that. Cole Scott Morrison would be happy. I know. Scott that. would be stoked. That, that bag of coal. I hope he's getting coal this year. He deserves it. Well, he's got two ships of it off the coast of uh, China at the moment that can't exactly. get sold. So. <laughs> oh my God. It's coming to you, kiddies. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very aggressive it's episode of Danger as well. As... Now. By the end of this, I'm just going to be like a full-on truther. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Christmas truther. Gosh. Christmas tr- yeah, yeah, well... That's a whole other thing that hasn't really been co-opted by QAnon yet, but I'd love to uh, see what they'd come up with. Oh, anyway, we've yeah. got a dark path on... Uh, bring it on, QAnon. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> let's, let's bring it back around to some Christmas joy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so we mentioned briefly up top of the episode that this year, we don't need to say why, this year is very likely going to look very different in the realm of just how we celebrate Christmas, how we acknowledge it, how we like just those traditions, the kinds of things that we take for granted, such as taking your kids to see Santa in Mm. the local shopping center. Those things are going to look a bit different this year. So what we in particular here at Pungo's Pod HQ were keen to find out from our friends at Santa Banter HQ is <laughs> what does that look like? Because Santa David, you are putting the beard back on this holiday season. Um, yeah. What's it been like so far? Like what's like, how does it feel? Like what's the protocol like that kind of thing? It's, it's not great. I'll be honest. So mm. before we knew we were, going to have to be putting on a mask. Um, so about a couple of months ago, we were having this conversation, Jason and I, and a couple of other Santas, you know, mm. what what can we do this year to make it a little bit more, you know, e- or easier for us? Because yeah. Um, yeah. we knew that we were probably going to have to wear the masks and everything like that. And we spoke about taking more regular breaks because it was going to be hot, you know, already with our fake, be- our designer beards, we don't call them fake anymore, we've learned, <laughs> but our designer beards, um, already hot enough as it is so then yeah. having to wear a mask over the top or underneath oh. um was was gonna be difficult so um yeah i've been working now since the start of november so uh three or four weeks um wow. and 
it's yeah unfortunately being a designer beard the there's no masks designed that actually fit over the top of them right um it's difficult and so yeah so i'm actually wearing a, a one underneath and and it's funny because um the first time i saw a santa with and i, I walked out and i said why are, you, why are you not wearing a mask? Are we allowed not to wear them this year? I said, no, I've got it on. I've got it underneath. And I was like, what do you mean? I can't see it. And then I realized you can't see his nose. So he's now wearing his mustache literally under his eyes. <laughs> um, to, to cover, but, it, but this is what we're all doing and it yeah. works really well. So the mask's on over our nose and then, yeah, literally beard up to the beard up to underneath the eyes. Um, uh, but that brings all, all sorts of problems as well. And, and I found getting the balance right between having a, a beard that doesn't fall all around and is, is secured to my face yeah. um, with a mask on. And, uh, um, so sometimes it's falling down and other times if I put it on too tight, I've, I've hurt my nose and my nose is getting squished underneath and it's getting hot and all sorts. And then of course we, we wear glasses as a center and usually, <laughs> you know, usually with the glasses, the beard, the, we don't steam up, but yeah. mm. The problem with wearing a mask now is we're steaming up. So there's all sorts of differences this year for us. But yeah. the good news is that Victoria just announced that you don't need masks on outside. And I'm looking forward to a few outdoor Santa yeah. gigs uh, coming awesome. up over the next few weekends where yeah. I'll keep my social distance, but yeah. I won't um, wear a mask because it's, yeah, it's not, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm- I, for- I forget that. Like even today when I, went to get a coffee. I'm like, oh, I don't need the mask to walk outside. Yeah. Mm. And I did some Santa photos yesterday as, as like a photo shoot type photos at yeah. home. And the photographer who came to help me out had the mask on. But then I'm like, I felt really guilty because I'm like, oh, we're outside and whatever. I'm like, no, we're outside. We don't, it's not, it's, it's, you don't have to wear it. It's now yeah. social distancing whether you can, can't. But it just, it's still after six months, nine months of it, it's just so hard to get your head around. You don't have to do it all the time or that you can have this bit of um, flexibility. But on the flip side, and part of the reasons why I shave my beard um, is because it does, the, the COVID, um, you know, st- the, the COVID itself actually will stick to hair and stick to mm-hmm. surfaces and yep. beard obviously around the mouth and whatever is really holds onto it. So I know myself, I've cut it right back. So on top of that, the Santa beard, which you don't get to wash properly every day, at least with yeah. your real beard, you get to have a shampoo and, and do that stuff. Um, we've got to be even more careful because of that risk as well. So um, yeah. while we're doing okay in Victoria, um, it's across the world, it's crazy for Santas and there's a lot going on in that world, but just let alone um, real yeah. bearded folk. In general. My God. Yeah, and there's there's lots of there's lo- and there's lots of benefits um, and and things that are, are working well this year to try and tackle some of this. So socially distanced Santa is happening yep. across Australia. Yep. Um, basically, yep. as a compulsory thing. So there's something in between Santa and the kids or the adults that are coming through. Um, and I've, I at first I was worried that you know you wouldn't be able to have a conversation, but we're still managing to talk to the kids from across. So uh, it's worked out okay. Um, And a couple of companies are doing, sorry, as I'm speaking this, Jason's just put his, uh, Santa Jason's just put his face shield on with his little Santa fluff around the top. (laughs) It looks great. I made it it a couple of days ago. It's worked really well. Dave, I'm going to make you one um, to put in with 
the other things I'm going to send you. So, oh, thank you. You just found your side hustle as well. Yeah. <laughs> Santa PPE. Perfect. Entrepreneur Santas. Exactly. Yeah. I, I might it. post a photo of this um, in, from our Facebook so people can get an idea on how Please it do. It be really handy for general. Anyway, sorry, Dave. No, and send any um, orders to pungospod at gmail.com. We'll forward them on accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, there's lots of things that are working this year and, and, until about three days ago, so we're recording this at the end of November now, um, the people that were getting photos still were wearing masks too yep. uh, indoors, mm. uh, but now apparently they don't need them indoor photo shoots. So I think it's oh. okay for them to not wear a mask oh, okay. now. Um, certainly that's what the staff have been briefed that I work with. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's been better. But, um, of course, that brings – we've got lots of people visiting again um, that got photos yes. you know, a month ago. They're coming back for more because now they want them without the masks on. And um, I don't know. Mm. I reckon people should just embrace the mask. It's 2020. It's one to remember. Just embrace it. And uh, I almost that's I almost regret not getting a mask to go over my fake beard because yeah. I think that that would be that's ideal. Like that's perfect. And a lot of the real yeah. bearded Santas are wearing their their mask over their beard. And you know, it's 2020. That's a, what a Santa photo to get is Santa wearing a mask. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been some amazing photos I've seen, David. I think you've probably seen some of the similar ones where families or, or groups have got dressed up in full PPE, like yes. the um, radioactive suits, and they've come and sat the metre and a half from Santa and like really, again, leaning into it, seeing the funny side. And they're the sort of people who, as a Santa, you love because they, they plan ahead a little bit. They, they've got a yep. humorous bent to them wanting to get the photos, whatever style that is, and they come yep. in and they're Santa, this is what we want to do this year. And as a Santa, you're like great i don't have to do all the work they've done the work yeah. i can be me i can be santa smile and um have fun you know, it's, yeah. it's so much fun that's yeah. Yeah. yeah that's i think yeah i agree with you should i refer to you both as santa jason and santa dave through this do you reckon right, i'm going to because yeah we'll, we'll take it yeah excellent <laughs> we don't want to use our surnames in case uh you know certain colleagues or or associates um delve too far deep into our non-Santa world. Uh, shout out <laughs> to anybody who has. Or students. And uh, just know that I'm six foot five and 160 kilos and I'm going to hunt you down. So <laughs> Santa Jason's coming for you. Coming for you. <laughs> Look, You're not going to get coal. You're just going to get Santa Jason in your sack and it's going to be <laughs> pop out of nowhere. Is that a threat or a promise? <laughs> um, so, yeah, like... So I agree with what you were saying before, Santa Dave, in that, like, I drove past a church today. I didn't catch on fire, so that was a plus. Um, But, (laughs) yeah, there was a wedding happening just down the street from us and everyone was standing outdoors. Like, obviously, the ceremony was done, all of that, and people were still wearing masks. But I didn't look at that and think, oh, how strange. Like, I agree that it's such a 2020 institution that, like, if there are photos of, like, people all doled up, like, gorgeous dresses and stuff, but with a mask, like, I kind of love it. Yeah. So yeah. that's, exa- like, embrace the mask. Like, I think even though we are allowed to go maskless outside, I do love seeing that people are still choosing to use one because I'd like to think that just from here on in, like, sort of cold and flu season, like, it's going to be, like, a normal kind of thing and, like, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's taking precautions, and I think a lot of people miss that. They think uh, they they see the negative aspects of wearing a mask, but taking precautions, right? It's, that's what the masks are. They're precautionary exactly. rather than like reactions. 
they're, they're proactive yeah. ways of keeping safe. And in case there is a, you know, one single case, yeah, um, it's not going to spread much if we're all taking those precautions. So. Exactly. Yeah. But in terms of, so COVID Santa, COVID normal Santa, mm. how do the kids respond? Like, have they been pretty adaptable and just like, oh, yeah, cool, this is how it is now? Like, yeah. have they been, yeah. I'd be yeah. keen to know, like, if there's any teething issues or... Not at all. I mean, it's actually probably better because yeah. the kids are, especially for the younger ones, they're not, yeah. having to, they're not getting forced to sit next to, next to Santa. Yeah. And so yeah. there's been almost no crying, no tantrums uh, for the younger ones. So it's almost better. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, the older ones that aren't scared of Santa anymore, uh, they, they understand. You know, they're old yeah. enough to, to get it. And so, and they're still able to have a conversation. Like I said, like that, aspect which i was afraid would would disappear hasn't i can still hear them and they can still hear me yeah. um even though we're 1.5 mm. meters apart in a busy shopping center or wherever it may be mm-hmm. that conversation can still happen so no it's yeah. worked out very well actually i'm quite impressed and, and happy with how it's turned out that's so cool yeah because yeah. mm. santa jason you have taken a different career path in the christmas downtime for this year and mm. you're looking at sort of more alternative options for how you might make your Byron Bay alternative Santa. No. Yes. <laughs> Anti-vaxxer Santa. Here we go. Anti-traffic lights. Uh, if you know anything about Byron Bay, they don't have any traffic lights in it. And part of it is there's a whole like level of that side of things to it. Um, wow. Really? Trolling. Yeah. There's a whole really interesting um, conversation in the Northern Rivers area of New South Wales, but I digress. Um, So originally I'd said, yeah, I wasn't going to do any sort of Santa this year um, Mm -hmm. because my work outside of uh, Santa Banter is uh, in hospital. Mm -hmm. And due to partially restrictions easing and partially deciding to pull my finger out um, in a few things I put off is that, yeah, I'm doing more of a... um, Maybe a more boutique Santa, I suppose. Ooh, where hello. The op- options, several options there, you know, doing it through um, more of a freelance model where it can be like a videos or video calls or if, um, you know, people want a Santa to rock up on Christmas Eve and trudge around for 10 or 15 minutes and eat some snacks out of the fridge and leave <laughs> some dirty footprints and do the stuff that is kind of fun to do anyway. Yeah. Um, you know... Some of those more, as I said, more of a boutique Santa um, or, or, you know, Christmas party type thing where, where it might be out in the gardens and you kind of rock up in the back of the Hilux and kind of wave a beard and people can kind of yeah. go, oh, Santa's here. And, but not necessarily, I've got about five or six different outfits that aren't your typical red, big full red velvet suit. You know, Ooh. I've got a few different kind of styles. So like, you know, you can have more of a Hawaiian Christmas holiday Santa or like a workshop Santa, ones that just add a level of narrative to yeah. it. Um, partially because it's also, I'm cheating because I don't need to buy the big red suit and spend, you know, I think we've mentioned last episode with Santa Colin about some of the expensive ones are 500, $1,000, $1,500. Mm. So to just be able to try this, something different and see if it works and then um, go that way. So I uh, did not realize yeah. that Santa suits cost that much potentially. I just assumed, I don't know. Costume shop somewhere. I guess the one you can see that you can find them at the costume shop, but they're not 
the quality ones. You know, right. you could spend hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, but they are nothing compared to the fifteen hundred dollar ones. Wow. Like, yeah, it's a big difference. And and yeah, anyone that takes Santa seriously enough would be pretty upset with the two hundred dollar ones. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they they do the job. They do the job, yeah. but but um, certainly yes. not for a long time. And yeah, right. And they'd be the people that'd be pretty happy once November comes around and they can start like dusting off the Santa costume again and yeah, getting back out there and yeah, Santa again. More, more of the dry cleaning the Santa costume. That's that's the big difference. If you can dry clean your Santa costume, you know you're halfway there. Um, I have one in the bottom of my. I have a you know, big Santa tub of Santa things, and. <laughs> One I love I the idea that you just add Santa as a qualifier to things. Like, I'm just going to have my Santa coffee, then I'm getting my Santa car and go to Santa work. <laughs> Santa car, yeah, the Hilux has got a bit of tinsel out the side. Um, I can't wait to use that as part of a, you know, a Santa visit or a Santa prop at some point. Oh, yes. Um, but, no, and it's, it, was, it was for like a Christmas in July uh, I did maybe three or four years ago for a nightclub and yep. I rocked up and like, here's your Santa suit. And it was too small, but it was so thin. Like it, it, fall, it fell apart while I was wearing it. So I kind oh. of incorporated that into the character. So Santa's just like stumbled out of the hibernation and he's just thrown whatever on. And I've still got it in my box of stuff. And it's so, you couldn't even get it wet, let alone dry clean it. So when you start getting to levels where you can dry clean, you know, you're in a little bit more yep. of a bootable mm. pun intended spot. Nice. Um, but when you get the nice ones or you see a nice one yeah, and the variations, like the, you know, you get the vests, all the full like red and green with the big long flowing cape. Yeah. Oh, Dave, Emma, Sam, yeah. they're just, I spent a lot of time looking at them. Uh, someone, someone in Australia months. needs to get onto it and start making Santa suits yeah. All the Australian weather that are the high quality. So we yeah. don't have to import them and pay American prices as well. Someone yeah. needs to get onto it. Cause I think there'd be a lot of people. I mean, there's, Three hundred and fifty of us, I think. Like, and wow. that's under one banner company alone that you know we've worked for in the past. So there's yeah. probably way more. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can someone see. wants to make someone wants to make a bunch of money next year. Get onto it, please. God, I, I wish I knew how to sew. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could see Santa in Australia, like with a really nice sort of tailored like linen situation happening like just mm. something that can breathe like Ooh, linen. oh yeah you're talking about bamboo <laughs> silk language. like bamboo <laughs> silk that just breathes exactly and... modal fab like just mwah. oh <laughs> yeah that's what i need that's what i because I, I recently bought I, I i'm speaking from experience because i bought a 200 suit yep. um that was apparently australian made uh meant for the australian summer it was from a popular costume site that i'm not gonna um yeah. exposed but it's bus. terrible it's yeah. it's it's so hot it's hotter mm. than the the american hot ones that like the american wool ones we get um mm. and it's it's yeah it doesn't look good it's um i'm gonna i'm gonna have to rock it a little bit this year um yeah. but over next year i'm gonna look at yeah importing or getting custom made nice i'm yeah. liking the idea of that bamboo or linen. i know like, good. <laughs> like like a <laughs> if there's anybody out there who's particularly good at uh sewing and design um, yeah. get in contact with either of us and we can help uh build this empire of exactly and fluff. i will add just yeah i can stand in as like consultant in terms of like i think this would be nice <laughs> as someone who was yeah. rotund outside of being santa and i like to stay cool in the heat i have thoughts about what breathes well and what doesn't mm. but 
In terms of your alternative Santa outfits, Jason, please tell me you have sunnies, board shorts, Santa top, Santa hat, thongs. That's got to be at least one of them. My only issue with that is that I've got tattoos on my legs. Oh, of In course. terms of the shorts, I don't. I've decided against that unless if someone, if it was like an adult Christmas party type yeah. thing that it wasn't really the magic you're going for. You're more just going for a, like, right. playing the character. Yeah. You know, I'd wear my footy shorts and <laughs> and that. Um, but in terms of more bogan, or more kind of like that, I've got, I don't want to give too much away for intellectual property reasons, but um, <laughs> I've got, like, the red standard slacks and yeah. one outfit that I've kind of worked on is just a, a the blue singlet with the white suspenders. Um, and they've got like a, the, the cricket kind of hat. Um, nice. Where you can kind of go with like the, the bucket hat or some variation of that. So it is almost like you're, you know, I've thought about a high vis. I don't know if like, um, I've, that one's in a workshop for 2021, a high vis yeah. <laughs> style in the work, but I've got a, another one that is a workshop Santa look. And nice. it looks very much like Santa just walked out of the workshop to do a to do a call or to pop by on the way home from the workshop. And I think um, some people might have issues with being a little bit more creative with the Santa outfit. But my take is that you're trying to build this narrative or add a layer to this narrative for this child or for this family. Mm-hmm. So if me rocking up in a um, flannelette with an apron and the, the Santa say red slacks boots and be like, I've, you know, I'm just popping by on my way through. I've been working on this today and come to visit. And so, like, maybe the kid is into something specific like you work with his hands and you can then go into the, I don't know how to build stuff very well at all, but maybe there's, like, you can then spend that moment with, with the kid in a different way, yeah. really building on the magic, even if it's just playing trains in the backyard in the dirt, um, as that variation of Santa or if the Santa was, like, you know, minus the jacket, you could just say, oh, you know, it's very hot in Australia or, or Hawaiian shirt or, or something like yeah. this. You can really, some people might not want that. And I totally get if they want the traditional look and the traditional feel on a proper set, but not doing it on a set, doing it on a call. And you yeah. can be like, oh, I've just, you know, I've just come in. I've been, been doing some gardening and, you know, helping do the carrots for the reindeer so they have enough or I've been, you know, I'm in Australia, you know, and they might say, oh, you're in Australia. Yeah, yeah I spend some time here because it's nice and warm, hence why I'm in here. I've just come in from the beach. I'm up at, you know, the Sunshine Coast or somewhere not. You know what I mean? You can just add a layer to it. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, that could be, if that's what you're after as a parent or as a, you know, uh, you know, having children in your care, then that level can be really creative or, or really unique. Um, yeah. That's kind of where I'm going. That's why I call it more boutique because some people don't want that. So they just want to drink a, it's like just drinking normal beer. They just want to, you know, straight up and down beer, but some people want something a bit more unique or a bit more flavorful that bit nice. The, anyway, oh, I could just go on. I get a bit excited and forget that I'm talking to. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> it. It reminds me of when I was like four, my favorite book was, I can't remember what it was called, but it was Santa lost his, you know, red outfit. And so they were trying to, uh, basically Mrs. Claus and the elves were optioning different outfits. So it was, it was a flip book. Oh. So the last page was Santa's head. Yeah. 
And like every page was a different outfit. That's the, cute. The one I remember was there was a skeleton outfit, which was my <laughs> Phoebe favorite. Bridges Santa. Yes. There was a gorilla outfit, and then there was a two. <laughs> That's cute. And then of course the last page is oh we did find your red your red outfit and <laughs> Santa in all his glory, and it's making me think of like. You could have like a flip book with like just dif- the different outfits, like the clueless yeah. like wardrobe. Yeah. It's like no, yeah. like swipe. Oh um, man, we speak about all this, and I'm that- I'm honestly hoping for a revolution over the next ten, twenty years. So when I am a full time Santa after I've retired, yeah, I you know I want to be able to not die in the heat. So yeah. you know, over the yes. next fifty yeah. years, I'm going to work really hard to kind of. Um, you know, make Santa something a little bit different in Australia. I think it needs to be. I think that it's kind of cruel putting old men in big yeah. boiling suits and yeah. Because um, so, I think yeah. it's definitely OHS risks. Yeah. yeah. Which, aren't, which aren't addressed because there's no real, or maybe adding a level to it, Dave, there's no real. We probably come under like actors or, or maybe SDA, which isn't a particularly strong union at the best. Yeah, I was about time. to so say, is there a Santa yeah. union? <laughs> Well, uh, 2021, you'll see um, Santa Banter really spearheading the, the charge for a Santa union, which will really shake things up. And uh, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Dave, I haven't even told you this yet. No, but uh, but we're, look, this is all happening in America. We yeah. there's, All this stuff is happening in America, and it's only natural that eventually that kind of thing starts to happen here too. I mean, obviously, we've got nowhere near the amount of Santas that America does. But, you know, for example, um, when we had Santa Rick on our podcast uh, a few weeks ago, he was saying, you know, like 30, 20 years ago, Santa, fake bearded Santas were the thing, you know, it doesn't matter. I know he's, they've worked really hard over the past 10, 15 years. Yeah. And now you wouldn't get a fake bearded Santa or designer bearded Santa in America. Uh, wow. It's a rare thing. Yeah. Everyone is real and they've worked really hard to make it a legit, like, yeah, combined yeah. thing. Yeah. And so I, I, I don't I see that why that shouldn't happen here as well. Yeah. They still do exist and it's very much for some people like Dave and I who are younger, um, there is a time and a place for it. But because yes. America is very, um, the market there in particular is very individual in terms of you find your clients or you have an, an agent who will find the clients for yeah. you or... Um, these sort of things that they, they then want the best that they can. So the emphasis is to grow out and dye the beard or, or yeah. whatnot, but well, there's still space for designer bearded Santas. But yeah. you know, when you're, when you're doing it in some, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little bit different. Like if you want the top jobs and you want the best, you know, that's, that's you, know you need to, yeah. you need to work hard. And, and, and so when I say full-time Santa, like these guys are Santa throughout the whole entire year, they dedicate their yeah. whole wow. life to being a Santa. And so when they go out, they wear red shirts or, you know, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, they say hello to the kids and, you know, they, the cars that they drive all have cool license plates and all sorts <laughs> like, yeah, some cool stuff, but I just, yeah, looking time. forward to it. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what I've always found kind of incongruous about Santa over here is he doesn't fit the climate. So, like, yeah. as we've picked up more of these sort of, because obviously, like, we've always celebrated Christmas the same way, but, like, similar to Halloween, I feel like Santa as a Christmas thing has become a lot more front and centre over the last couple of decades i guess over Mm. here and that's the thing is like just in terms of logistics alone like it doesn't make sense to have someone in a 
big red suit in like stinking hot, yeah, like forty degree yeah. heat kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So and Santa has transformed. Like yeah, the the past thirty years, you look at a photo from like nineteen sixty mall Santa. In Australia, it's, it's a totally different guy. Like, it, yeah. like it doesn't almost look, doesn't look like the same character. Yeah. Um. So we've become more. Uh, I guess we've taken a lot of the like all our suits are American, and everything is coming from America because it's so big over there. Christmas. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like doesn't doesn't suit us as much, and we we do it. We do it because we love it, and we get away yeah. with it, you know, and like whatever. But God, I I do wish it was a little bit different sometimes when like, for example, yesterday working on a sorry, oh. 33, 32 degrees during the day, but working under a skylight and a shopping center, even though the air cons on, I've got a fan it was still hot. Yeah. No good. No good. Yeah. Oh, that just makes me want to cry. I could <laughs> I'd just be like, I'm out. <laughs> oh my God. But, yeah. yeah. So, I, I think it's probably time we, um, we do the inverse rather like we're talking about Santa's, sweltering through the heat um, and we could continue talking about this all day we haven't even talked about music at all we haven't even talked anything punk goes pod related so I feel oh, like we can we can continue like let's everyone have like we we should ask about your Christmas you know experience and, and your mu- Christmas music so uh, yeah yeah what kind of takes your your fancy like we know with Dave and I have playlists that we used to get in the in the mood if you will but uh when it gets yeah. around to November, Punko's Pod. What's the Punko's Pod playlist? I mean, not so much playlist, but it's always been in my household. My mum always had to watch the carols yeah. the night before. Yeah. Every so I, I just the sound of it, I can I can differentiate that between any other sort of Christmas music. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah I don't know what it is, just this the the big feel of it, but yeah. So like the sound of that through throughout my household on Christmas Eve uh, when I was growing up mm. and hell, if I was to go down there this year, I'd still have to hear the carols. <laughs> yeah. Again. As in carols in general or carols, like the television carols or like a live Christmas the, carol? The television, the ones, the carols, carols by, by candlelight. candlelight. Yeah. 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 It's funny. I've got a couple of friends who work for Vision Australia and again, like carols by candlelight, like it's still going ahead, but it's just going to be super interesting to see what that looks like because mm. I don't know what the situation is going to be with crowds and like how they're going to go about performers and stuff. But mm. yeah, it's just all these little things. You're just like, Oh yeah. And that's going to be different. And that's going to be different. Um, it's fun. Like I mentioned this in our episode last year about Christmas. Um, like my family isn't religious. So for us, Christmas is just, it's that time of year where we all sort of collectively, take a breath and just relax and catch yeah. up with each other. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's like I enjoy Christmas in the sense of, like, seeing family, seeing my loved ones, making time for them, like, giving presents, receiving presents, or, like, it's lovely. But I guess, yeah, on the flip side, a lot of the time, like, Christmas sneaks up on me. Like, it'll be sort of like the 23rd and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Christmas in two yeah. days. Like. <laughs> Uh, whereas, like, I have a friend, Jackie, if you happen to be listening, Jackie, hello. Shout out to Jackie. Exactly. And, like, she loves Christmas. And I totally get it. Like, and I, yeah, I wish I could sort of embody that Christmas spirit, but I'm just, I think I'm too disorganized. I'm just like, oh, whoops, like, there it is again. Um, 
So, yeah, in terms of, like, listening to Christmas music, like, uh, yeah, I'll chuck on, like, a Santa cause, which is, like, mm. that punk comp of, like, all these different yeah. bands and stuff. Um, I'll put that on when I was in high school. Like, I thought I was, like, the coolest teen ever, like, on Christmas when I came back from Japan with my copy of that and put it on. So, mum and dad was just like, yeah, great. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... Yeah, like, I can't say I listen to a lot of, like, Christmas music in bulk around this time of year. Yeah, I think for me it's more movies. I get into, yeah. I get into more Christmas movies. Yeah. So, so speaking of that, what, what movies are your favourite then? What, mm. what gets you into the... So National Anthem's Christmas Vacation yeah. is my favourite. <laughs> yes. Good choice. Uh, Black Christmas is an absolutely chilling Christmas horror movie. Oh. Oh. Write that one down, Santa I've never Jason. I've seen it. <laughs> I'm literally writing that down as we speak. Yeah, it's <laughs> like 1974. I'm going to get it. Hang on a sec. One sec. <laughs> what, about you, what about you, Emma, while, while Sam's away? Yes, I'll vamp while Sam is <laughs> running away. Um, I don't know why. It's not technically a Christmas movie, but every year around Christmas I watch Sleepless in Seattle. And I think right, it's just yeah. because Christmas happens at some point in it. Yeah. It's, but it, there's just something about time. it because it's a, like that wintry sort of weather and it's very mm. lovely and wholesome and yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a cute movie. It is a cute movie. But... <laughs> like, the cover, it's a a dead person around a oh. <laughs> That's yeah. So Sam uh, is holding up the the DVD. the DVD cover of yeah Black Christmas and it a nineteen seventy four Canadian oh slasher horror movie oh Canadian horror films they're the best yeah <laughs> jeez you heard it here first folks uh, Elf with Will Ferrell that's yeah a fun one. that's a cute yeah. one yeah 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 Home Alone yeah yeah <laughs> Home Alone Gremlins I am so, that person though like when people go oh my favorite. Christmas movies die hard. I I, I go, mm, it's not really a Christmas movie. It's a it's an action movie that happens during Christmas. That I'm shaking my hands here. I'm getting excited because that is that is the kicker. Like there, there are movies that are Christmas movie where Christmas is central to the plot, and there are movies that happen at Christmas. So yeah, almost National Lampoons is almost no no Christmas is central to the plot because of the Christmas. Okay, so that one is. Die Hard is set at Christmas, but then you get movies like um, try to think of another one off the top of my head that that Chris the Love Actually like Christmas yes. is, is. I was just thinking that. I know that's one of Dave's Dave's favorites. I've spoken yes. about that many times. Uh, where where the the plot line is like the, the Christmas is an important plot device in the film rather yeah. than just being the time where the film. Anyway, that's that's yeah. for a movie podcast. We're talking like exactly. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Emma, you, you spoke about you know winter films in general give you that Christmas vibe, and um, for me, Christmas being I was raised in England. Like as a child, I had my first ten years of Christmas was in England, where it was snowing oh. all the time, and and so for me, I get a little bit like homesick. Uh, yeah. Even though I'm Australian now, I still get like that a little bit homesick around Christmas time, and because um, you know it's just so different having a hot Christmas. Yeah. I I wonder if that's what's influenced my Christmas song choices as a teenager. Right. I was was into punk music anyway, you know, you know, just raging against everything in the world. And absolutely. um, 
yeah. as you do as a teenager. But uh, I wonder if because I literally would always go out and seek, like, I mean, listen to punk uh, Christmas music. Yeah. Uh, and, and for me, yeah. the big one was uh, Oi to the World by the Vandals. Yes. Yep. Um, and I think I was 14 when I first got that album and listened to that and loved that. And uh, the, the title track, Order of the World, also covered by No Doubt. Yes, uh, I was listening to that before we recorded today. Yeah, it's just a, it's also a brilliant song um, as yeah. well with the horns and everything as well. And just real yeah. like, I don't know, that's... And so there's, there's the songs like that. And then um, the, the classic Blink-182, Happy Holidays, You Beep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Christmas Eve, I don't really wrap two presents. Um, that that forty-five second song as well. That like I don't know, got me really excited for Christmas. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but the the main one for me, and uh, it sometimes gets played in the shopping centres actually, which always shocks me. Shocks oh, me. what really? Because it's, it's a it's a it's not a happy Christmas song, and it's you'll shoot your eye out by Fallout Boy. Um, yes. but it, you know, if you listen to the lyrics, it's not a happy Christmas song at all, but the, uh, the jingle bells at the start and yep. yeah, that's, that's my all time favorite Christmas song. Um, and I'll take that's... that over any other. Yeah. These are your good years. Don't take my advice. You never wanted the nice boys anyway. And I'm a good cheer. Cause I've been checking my list. The gifts you're receiving from me will be... That's the thing is like, yeah, I've always sort of felt drawn to those Christmas songs that are a little bit warped. If that, Well, not warped, but like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, like something like, like Merry Christmas, I Could Care Less. It's just like, oof, like... Yeah. <laughs> but then you partner that with, yeah, like the jingle bells at the start. You've got the acoustic guitar. Like it's just very... Yeah, like it puts me in that Christmas mindset, but there's still a bit of an edge to it. It's not like, too cheery, you know. If you listen to yeah. cheery Christmas songs in a row, you know, uh, it starts to get a bit draining. <laughs> so, exactly. And, unless that, unless that song is "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey, which I could genuinely listen to on repeat all day. And, and Could look, genuinely. if you work in retail, you genuinely do listen to it all the time. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. You would make the best I retail work. You'd just be like, yes. Like, <laughs> but I, that, I, I get energized when I hear that song. And often even, you know, I'll put on a song while I'm in the shower, just so I can keep track of, you know, I'm not in there for 20 minutes. Um, yeah. yeah. At this time of year, I'll often put on All On for Christmas Is You and just belt it in the shower and just start <laughs> my day right. I love it. It's one of my top played songs every, every, uh, well, gets this time of year. Yeah. yeah. And the first one, every year I've done Santa, it's like the first song I listen to when I'm getting ready or even just on a normal day. I'll put it on as the first one on my Santa playlist to get ready to. Yeah. Um, so you can't wipe the smile off my face when Mariah, because, but then often, if you listen to it on Spotify, it goes from all I want for Christmas is you into Hero. 
um, if you don't put it on another ah. playlist. So you go from this most amazing, like, Christmas, sort of sultry, but, like, incredibly uplifting Mariah Carey number into Hero, which all I can think of is being played at, like, funerals and montages. Yeah. Where everyone's real sad. It just It's just this massive, like, peak of Christmas excitement into a trough of oh. this, like, mortality straight up. <laughs> so my brain senses are flying left, right, and center if I um, if I let those two play back to back. Oh, wow. Well, I remember being in high school and, and it's on my list and we just thought it was hilarious, like us in a hardcore punk band, pop punk band, um, the cover of Jingle Bell Rock by Throwdown. We just always thought that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, our, the band would eventually cover a throwdown song forever, which basically is like, if you've got a hardcore bingo card, they get bingo for like every hardcore stereotype <laughs> in that one song. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah. damn my enemies. I love my family and friends. Um, <laughs> I've come up from nothing yep. and being straight edge. Perfect. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. The hardcore punk philosophy, all of the above. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, yeah. like, just tying back to your fave, Jace, like, My Chemical Romance's cover of All I Want for Christmas oh. is You. And I am very, very heavily biased because I just love that band so much. But, like, it it's one of those, like, jumping into my punk-go sort of mindset for the moment is, like, they do it masterfully, but they also... And they do it with their own sort of style to it. Yep. Like, it isn't just a rote cover, but they're not pointing fun at it either because like Gerard is like going ham on those vocals and just nails it. Yeah. Like, mm. so yeah, that for me would be like my rev up Christmas equivalent to listening to Mariah's version just because <laughs> I need my fix of it. Like it's just so, so good. <laughs> and then like on the flip side, one of the other songs that I just noted down, which is from um, the comp, a Santa cause it's a punk rock Christmas is it's called December is for Cynics by The Matches. Yes. Yes. And it's just... I love The Matches. <laughs> I, so, I saw them a couple of years Definitely ago. Definitely underrated. I yeah. know. Like, man, I, yeah, I listen to Decomposer, like, frequently still. It's just such a clever album. So... Yes. And yeah, just, ah, oh, there's just something about it. Again, like it taps into that thing of Christmas can bring up like some interesting feelings or like, yeah, just sort of looking at Christmas with a sense of like that winking kind of irony, but just, 
yeah, like, let's get high on art supplies and hibernate. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man, like, there's just something about it that just, yeah, I love it. But my goodness. Um, and then, yeah, you're sort of, there's, like, the cheesier sort of covers. Like, I was listening to one today, like, Taking Back Sunday did the 12 Days of Christmas, but it's just them, like, <laughs> just talking nonsense over the top of it. Like, very funny. And a Donny Bonatucci. That's good. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, Jimmy Eat World doing Last Christmas, like, very earnestly. It's just like, but, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's a great song, you read. Like, Last yeah. Christmas. Oh. No, it's, it's funny. We're, we're I talking tend to about lean to read. So I was going to say, we're talking about all this, uh, I'm, I'm maybe off topic a little bit here, but I'm, we're talking about all this punk Christmas stuff. And it's just, literally, I totally forgot, but it's brought back a memory. About four or five years ago, I was a primary school teacher, a music teacher. Yeah. And I wanted to do a Christmas album. Uh, so, like, with the whole school. So I was like, cool, we're going to choose these songs. And I got royalty-free songs so we could cover them and, you know, not get into trouble. And, um, and I gave the, song, the kids a choice. And we listened to different styles of music and Christmas songs and all sorts. And uh, three out of my four grade three classes... Um, all chose to do punk Christmas songs. So oh. they, I like they, and they like literally went out and listened to punk music. Oh, probably, yes. probably got, That's probably so uh, should have, you know, gone through the principal and all sorts at this point. But um, yeah, and we released this album and it's like, there's 15 or 16 tracks on it uh, with all the classes involved, but like four, yeah, I think four out of the 16 are punk Christmas covers. Oh my gosh. The kids, yes. love so it. The, the kids absolutely really like, loved the the there's something about punk and christmas i don't know what it is yeah it goes well together and uh yeah anyway so that just, just sparked a memory <laughs> oh, i love it it's one of those things that something that um when you it's, it goes back to, to one of our early episodes when we talked about santa and non-santa places how it's just this like weird thing but it's almost more exciting because it's one thing that you don't expect in a place yeah. you don't expect it. it's kind of like yes. that with punk like punk fast heavy loud strong guitars all that stuff which you don't really and is not the thing you conjure when you think of christmas you think of horns and strings and like choirs and so when you hear a punk band doing one of these christmas songs like white christmas or um all i want for christmas is you which these really well written not saying that punk's not but really intricately written um you know, detailed, yeah. melodically songs. It just yeah. is this almost other layer because it's, this shouldn't be here, but because I like yeah. this and I like this, it's great. And yeah. Yeah. Like it. And even songs about it, like I really love, um, I Won't Be Home for Christmas by Blink-182. Christmas time again. So I stand with a dead smile on my face wondering how much of my time they'll waste. Oh God, I Again, that's another different Christmas story where someone gets arrested because they're, you know, done things they shouldn't have at Christmas. Yeah. Um, and there was a compilation that Target put out in like 98 or something. Oh, yeah. We bought from Target for like 20 bucks. And I cannot, can't find the track listing. Um, it was a charity one. And that was like the second to last song on it. And it was just as I was starting oh. to discover Blink-182. And that Christmas, my friend gave me the Man Overboard single. Oh. Um, and like... Hugely got into Blink One Eight Two through yeah. that, and, and um, 
and have devoted the best part of the last three years listening to an extended Blink-182 podcast, which I know that's... Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's a whole other digression, <laughs> but um, shout out to the 155 Nation if you're exactly. listening. Exactly, 155. But um, it's that, that Christmas story that isn't... That's kind of like based around Christmas in a different sound, in a different context. That as, as a young person, which kind of where we got our interest for this different type of music. Yeah. Like we still love the traditional Christmas stuff. So it's kind of the, the meeting point, much like the start of the episode. It's like back to the apex of like, we love the traditional side of Christmas, but we love yeah. the new stuff. And I think that kind of is where David and I come from with the Cat Santa character as well. Like we really want it to be a 2020 Santa for yeah. kids that are growing up in 2020, not a Santa that's playing the character so much, uh, for kids who grew up in 1990 or 1980, yeah. you know, because the kids then are very different to now and you've really got to kind of, that, that's one thing I find good at being a younger Santa is that you can, yeah. but also there's something about being an older Santa and a wiser Santa that has this whole other energy to it um, when you're dealing with young kids. So it's really, um, anyway, that's a whole big loop around of, it's a particularly like delicious feeling when I love Jason just leaned away from the mic to sneeze, but looked like he was dabbing. I was just like, yes. <laughs> um, so, and we're just having a moment where we're comparing cats. <laughs> I've got a cat literally, I don't know if you're here in the podcast, meowing in the background, just jumped up on my laptop screen. Oh, and now oh. like just, just wants cuddles. Uh, worst timing. Really? Oh, it's never poor. Oh, my God. So we've basically got, like, so, yeah, Santa Dave has, like, the sports model and we've got the luxury model of, like, the same cat. Like, it's just... So apologies. I've just sort of left my body for a moment. That's very cute. We should... uh, Someone screenshot this so we've at least got some context that we can post on our... Hang on. Uh... I'm doing the screenshot now, friends. There we go. So we can... If If you're listening to this... You'll, you'll know what we're talking about when you watch it. But we've started to now go down into cat appreciation. Yes. Right? <laughs> um, so I feel like it's probably around time where we uh, we branch off into our third level of podcast, and that is the Black and White Cat podcast, where yes. as I do not own a cat, I might have to... Um, tuxedo cast. So the tuxedo cast, I'll put on my Black and White check. Yes, out. exactly. Yeah, and dress up as a cat. There you go. <laughs> I'll dress up as a cat. Um, so- Maybe Dave it's... has enough horn sections to start a ska band. Exactly. Dave's got the horns. We're going to start a, a cat-themed ska band Christmas theme. <laughs> oh, I love tuxedos. Yes. Yes. This is this is devolving into like chaos very quickly at this particular time on a Saturday evening. So um, maybe we might just finish with Emma and Sam. What's if you could pick a artist and a Christmas carol, traditional Christmas carol? Um, mm. It's a bit of a question without notice. Um, give us a combination of uh, of a, a Christmas traditional Christmas carol with an with an artist you'd love to see cover it. Oh, so like a fantasy football type situation. Fantasy Ooh, football, yes. Fantasy, like a traditional carol, not uh, not yeah. not just like a, a modern carol. You know, mm. how, how how old does traditional have to be before you were born? Okay. Ah, uh, what's that one? it's going to take me a while to figure it out, but there's this one song every year on Carols by Candlelight, like a very, I think it might be Oh Holy Night. I'm not sure. And it's 
like it just builds and builds and builds and gets like so intense and it's like oh that's upsetting i looked it up they're like song by hillsong worship um <laughs> but yeah like it's there's just something about it that's incredible also like my my other song that i put on there was king diamond's no presents for christmas which was the closest we'll probably ever get to black metal christmas song mm. yeah yeah done by a satanist i'm thinking <laughs> i'm Incredible. thinking of the uh, the one that's i can't i don't know the name but it's like yeah i know the one bells up it's gone yeah i just here it is ding fries are done from yeah and I, which... I, that's what that's how that's what i was hearing as well when i was thinking <laughs> but i want i want to see someone i want to see someone like with a lot Carol of, of the bells sorry it's just come to me Carol of, the bells. Carol of the bells but i want to see someone with like lots of sort of almost power and energy behind them to do it. something of like a a ramstein with like Ooh. that could like there would also like Lots of pyrotechnics involved with it. <laughs> yeah. Not fireworks, fire. And it works. So. Ooh. Oh, love nice. the, full, the full production. The, the, the drum kit spinning around on fire, Parkway Drive style. Yes. Mm. I'm going to wuss out for a moment. I'm just going to keep trying to figure out a perfect song. So Every Santa combo. Dave, Santa Jay. That's, that's what I'm, I was going to say. Like, I think my, my perfect Christmas cover uh, already exists, and that's uh, Jack Black and Jason Segel uh, singing um, Little Drummer Boy. Oh, oh that's amazing. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Um, it's a, it was college humour, actually. Come, they told me, pa rum pa pum pum King to see pa-rum-pa-bum-bum Our finest gifts we bring pa-rum-pa-bum-bum uh, so, Yeah, so it was uh, Jason Segal and uh, Jack Black on obviously a cover of Little Drummer Boy which was originally by uh, the, bed, like the, the famous one is by Oh, the, uh, hang on, and, Little Drummer Boy Ooh, I'm seeing written by Catherine K. Davis, but I don't think that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, I think it's a cover, but it, it's. Um... The Trap Family Singers? Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, good combo. Yeah, which is a, a great combo anyway. Great, you know, and then, yeah, you do you cover it with Jason Black and Jason Segel. Oh, and, that's. Um, <laughs> or Siegel. And then, um, yeah, so I think it's already been done. But, you know, then again, like Sum 41 never did a Christmas song, and they were my favorite punk band yeah. growing up and so i'd like to see some 41 take on you know just something else you know yeah maybe a little drummer boy <laughs> yeah that'd be cool <laughs> you can kind of hear it actually that's brilliant <laughs> well my favorite my favorite christmas like song is Rain- rudolph the red nose reindeer so let's mm. go some 41 rudolph the red nose reindeer that could be fun yeah don't like really get on it yeah oh man santa jason I think my one of my favourite ones is um, 
angels we have heard on high, particularly when it gets to the like the um, I don't want to call it, it's more of a tag rather than a pre-chorus, and it's just that really good vocal line. I, I have a big problem with a lot of people who try and do Christmas carols. Much like people who do national anthems, they try to oversing it to show mm. off how good they are. And it's yeah. not about oversinging it. It's about singing what's written in the space where you can over... There's usually a spot where you can be fancy, but it's getting the emotion and getting the, like, delivery right. So when I hear people... Local carols by candlelight are the most um, perfect place to see, to hear people oversing Christmas carols and it drives me insane. <laughs> yeah. The last few years I've gone with my sister to her local ones and she hates me when it gets to that point. I'm like, oh, it's just a local singer trying to oversing to show how good they are to be on Australian yeah. Idol. But when it gets to like this part in Angels Being a Her on High, it's, oh, yes. there's like, there's a scope there just to go mental. And I would love to hear, um, yeah. Like, I think of, like, Love on Top by Beyonce, where she goes up, like, six Yes. Feet. That would be cool. But I'd also like to hear, like, Alexis on Fire slash City in Colour yeah. do it. And when you can kind of have a bit of fun with that rising and falling um, melody in that line. Because the rest of it's pretty on beat. So Alexis on Fire, if they were to do, like, the more the rhythmic part, like, angels we have heard on... The melody is pretty flat. And then it gets to that and it just hits, drops back to fifth gear and goes... Oh, oh. I love, love it. it. I get chills up my spine every time I hear it. But when it gets oversung and then it kills the vibe, it's this really fine line yeah. I have in... Um, but, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll try and learn the French version of it. Ooh, <laughs> very nice. I've got it here in front of me, but I will not try and butcher my um, multilingualness. Uh, I'll listen to some Alexis on fire now. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and for those who haven't uh, don't know any of the bands we're talking about, if you're someone who's not really into punk or into, you know, heavier music in general, uh, maybe um, maybe this would be an interesting bit of homework for you. And if not, exactly. well, you can just go and listen to the originals and know that we enjoy the originals too. Yeah. But it's fun to hear things done differently, much like, uh, you know, it's fun to play Santa slightly differently and, and have it tell the same story, but um, uh, in a different kind of framework. Exactly. How's that for winding it up? How's that for a for a summation in a beautiful half long chat of Santa and punk? My high school essays could never like how you were trying to like tie it up in a neat little bow and just be like, and in conclusion, like in conclusion, ah, oh, do not miss that at all. In summary, but no, this definitions at the start. The definition of punk is the definition <laughs> yeah. of Santa yeah. is Webster's dictionary. Chew up hundred words. Oh my god. <laughs> Dave, yeah. Dave is the uh, Santa. Dave is the uh, the teacher in amongst us. Is kind of having a mild panic attack in this conversation. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> oh dear. Have you found this somewhere? So yeah, I can confirm that it was Oh Holy Night. I was thinking of, but I oh, can't because yeah. it's such an epic song. There's some yeah. beautiful parts of that song where, like, with the right harmonies, it just yeah. like. And your your spot on song choice, like you've got to find the right band to cover that, and they could do magic. Yeah, because like I could see like Weezer doing like a crap Weezer (laughs) version, which would go down just as nicely. But then I can't think of who I would want to do it properly. If that makes sense, like I could see like Boy Genius or something doing like a really lovely cover of it, but. Yeah, that's not punk though. You know what? Maybe like Billy Joel. Like, let's go Green Day. 
Yes, that would be good. As <laughs> a, they were my first concert, so that would be perfect. Like, cannot. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, that sounds wonderful. So no, or even even Panic at the Disco. Yeah, like get Brendan Urie on that because actually, like, if you want, depends. If you want Green Day, like, and it, to sound a little bit like he's satirical. Exactly. You know, you got yep. Billy Joel. If you want, like, that beautiful, like, angelic Billy voice, Joe. Brendan Urie. For those for those who aren't across it, we should just clarify Billy Joe. Yes. Billy Joel because I sorry Billy Joe yeah sorry, <laughs> sorry Billy Joel saying Billy Joel which would also be great so definitely and Billy Joel Armstrong yes <laughs> no brilliant but no you're right like Brendan has the pipes to do it yeah. I can also see Fallout Boy like Patrick Stump doing an incredible version of it let's, um, let's get a Billy Joel Patrick uh, yeah yeah like let's, let's just do a combo yeah Woo! super I just like threw my phone with excitement but yeah <laughs> I love it like super group. Just get all yeah, the best. Patrick Stump, Brendan Urie, Billy Joe. Oh, um, beautiful. Yeah. I, love I love it. it. I can Jason Seagull so in there too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mariah. <laughs> David Bowie oh. from the dead. <laughs> Sign me up. Side note, we went and saw Bill and Ted face the music last night. So I'm just thinking of like, just the idea of picking a, like yeah. musicians. To, oh, God, I love Bill and Ted. What a great franchise. But again, this isn't a movie <laughs> podcast. So... But, uh. So, so do we have any final well, thoughts that the four of us want to share before we wrap up and Christmas cont- and punk? What a beautiful union, just like these two podcasts exactly. collaborating. Yeah. Just, you know, made made to match. You know? I love it. No, this is the ultimate Christmas crossover. It is. Like custard and, look, and gravy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, custard and gravy. That's it. <laughs> I, and look, I think it's been great to uh, chat to you guys today. And, you know, I don't know you, so it's been lovely to meet you both. Yeah, you um, too. On our podcast, and I'm going to ask if it's okay if you do this. On our podcast, we usually end up uh, with a, we end our, uh, you know, episode with a bit of a ho, ho, ho. Of course. Um, and, you know, oh, before I do that, though, Jason's going to. I was going to say that for our respective podcast, for people who haven't heard the other one before. Yes. Uh, I feel like. We should both do it. Shout out to what our uh, how you oh, can yeah. tune into us and link in. So then the respective listeners, if they like what they hear, and then um, Dave can take it away on the end. So Sam and Emma from Punko's Pod. So you can find us on pretty much everything. So we're on Spotify, we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes. Uh, you, if you want to reach out to us and, and share your favorite punk covers, punk Christmas covers. We're at punkghostpod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. At punkghostpod as well. Punkghostpod. I think you have set up an Instagram for Punk Technically, Ghost Pod. we are on Instagram, but I don't look at it. <laughs> I, I got excited and got, like, I got all the handles and everything and then I just stopped. So, And I've also co-opted Twitter to also just be my personal Twitter. So yep. Sam doesn't okay. endorse any of the comments on it. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I only just signed up to Twitter like a month ago. No, so. no. But so, yeah, that's where you can find us uh, at all good podcast streaming services, basically. The only thing we don't have is a Facebook page, but that's. Yeah. We're fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> What about you guys, oh, Santa yeah, Jace? You can find us on Facebook. Excellent. Uh, Santa Banda Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we, uh, we do use our Instagram. Excellent. We don't have a Twitter, though. Ah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're available on all good streaming services, too. Um, whatever your favourite is, we're probably on there. Nice. Uh, is there anything I've missed, Jason? <laughs> 
Jason usually looks after the social media. <laughs> yeah, I'll look after the back end and um, do some posts. So you probably chat to me if you ever reach out. Um, and then also you can check out, I don't know, Dave, about your personal Instagram. But if you want to check out my Santa Instagram, it's real Santa Jason is the handle. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you've inspired me to start one up. So uh, I, I'm not going to say the, the, the tag right now because I'm not sure if it's, <laughs> it's available, available, but it might be Real Santa Dave or Real Santa David. If uh, nice. you have a look, it might exist by the time this podcast goes out. Excellent. <laughs> nice. We'll be sure to cross Love promote it. on our Twitter to all Likewise. however many followers we have. Yeah. Less than a hundred. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, we're, it's it's a um, it's a work in progress mm-hmm. social media, I think, and I'd love to spend all day working on it. But um, you know, it's handy just to find out for both of us what what the podcast episodes are about and what we're um what we're doing. We've also got I'm going to throw a little nugget in here. We've got a um a sponsor for this episode for us, um, Mask Jeeves. So. Um, yeah, they've got a discount, 20% off if you use the code Santa. But uh, speaking of Santa discounts, Santa Dave, you're a full price Santa. <laughs> Sign us out. Woo! Ouch! <laughs> you weren't sure where that was going to go, were you? No! <laughs> I don't think I knew either until I said it. Uh, it's okay. As it's is okay. the case with most things. <laughs> I'll uh, discount Santa Dave can be my Instagram name. <laughs> oh, like oh, no! <laughs> I do like the uh, idea of a discount Santa service where, like, you do rock up in, like, the $20, like, oh, costumes, like, how's a gown? Like, yeah. <laughs> you only wear the top half of the costume. <laughs> yeah, like, Crocs. The Crocs. Emma, you're hired. Your first Santa Santa. That's how you got to learn. you got to go into the discount until you work your way up the ranks. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Like, well, we've, like we, armed forces. <laughs> we better, we better finish this off because uh, we're going to end up with uh, 40 discount Santas uh, by the exactly. end of this episode. Yes. <laughs> right, so we, uh, yeah, we finish off our episodes with a ho, ho, ho. Uh, and uh, you haven't practiced this or, or maybe have in the shower. I'm not sure. Maybe it's always been your dream. No. Nice. Uh, Emma and, and Sam to be a, a Santa. Um, so yep. uh, let's give it a go. I'll count yep. down mm-hmm. and uh, give it your best. Ho, ho, ho. All right, here we go. All right. Three, two, one. Thanks, folks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>